like when someone's like say something oh you speak french say something in french it's like, it's like no the entire language is gone something. what's the sentence that every word sounds the same but it's like a complete full like, it's all like of that. it's literally <laughs> just no french. here's the thing it's just the entire language it's like the green cat or the green oh. caterpillar um, or something there Fair. Velo. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> oh yeah i don't know exactly yeah. how it goes oh the but. green glass because there is green and ver is also glass and there's oh yeah it's yeah it's a whole thing it's, yeah it's like the green gr glass broke yeah and, but it's like it's it's a terrible it's, it's like tense it's ten so words hard um my favorite word is egg loaf loaf oof yeah. loaf <laughs> whenever you say the egg loaf loaf <laughs> yeah uh anyway Okay. It's, should I just in? Yeah. Let's just go. Okay. Um, hello, peoples. Um, we are the ADHD Queens, and today we are discussing People of the Book by Geraldine Brooks. I'm Tia. I'm Jamie. And I'm Ryan. And I feel like we say we're the ADHD Queens after that. We're the ADHD and we're queens. The ADHD queens. I don't that's know us. If that's like consistent or not, so it's fine. I don't yeah, know. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> we did it. Um, I will be hosting today, and um, yeah. So, people of the book is a really wonderfully told story about the Sarajevo Haggadah, and it's how do we start from the point of view of a book what is it conservator conservator or mm -hmm. yeah um and she's from australia her name's hannah mm -hmm. and she is like super into her job like she's really good at it super talented so that's why they are going to her to work on this book because this book is old old like old old like 1480 old 1490s. Uh, 1490, yeah. Okay, so old. Um, and it's really precious, and it's attached to religion, um, specifically um, Judaism. Mm -hmm. yes. um, but it interacts with the other two major religions from that region, um, Christianity and Islam. That's right. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, and so it, like, touches on a lot of what what is the words um struggles <laughs> of the various groups um but so you're going through her perspective and she's finding little snippets of th random items that are really tiny little minuscule things um within the book and then sh the next chapter is usually telling you about what that snippet or how it got into the book um so to try and make this clear because that wasn't very clear it alternates chapters and the like 
odd chapters are Hana and like the even chapters are the past. Um, so you time travel a lot. So we go to um, World War Two. We go to like, is it World War One or right before World War Two? Um. It's sometime because it's in Austria. So that's why I was I couldn't I remember. I think it was farther before it's that the, it's the 1890s 1890s yeah. is it yeah okay it's it is the farther. rebinder yeah the last time it was rebinded oh no 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 the one with the clasps yeah yeah that one 1894 vienna oh my bad okay 1894 so that's not world war one <laughs> um okay and then we jump back further that one you're gonna have to remind me of as well yeah don't uh, you worry 16 1609 venice venice Weinstein. and then and then after that is when we go to 1492 with 1492. the actual pictures yeah being made with right? the illustrations uh, it, 1492 well, is when it's bound into a book book yes. right and okay the and pictures then are painted 1480s. in 1480s 1480s okay so Fourteen, as you gather 1490 I think it was the 1480s, but I, I am it, about to find that. I'm pretty sure. I'm fairly I do confident have the physical book in front of me. It's the 1480s, but let's see I what do year. also have the physical book. 1480, exactly. Oh, right. In Sweet. Seville. Sweet. Okay, so the book travels a lot. The book goes through a lot of chaos, but somehow it manages to survive. So that is why this book is so important. And what they're trying to do is conserve it and then use it as like kind of a peaceful remembrance of yeah a symbol of like <laughs> cultures interacting together in a way that's yeah good. because yeah. like the the really beautiful thing about it is that it is a jewish text mm -hmm. that was saved by muslim people throughout the years yeah like on multiple occasions it, and and that's like real fact yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, it's a real book in real life yeah yes. stories and like the it's 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 inspired by the true story, but it is fiction. Mm -hmm. but Basically, the, the book itself is real. the The book itself is real, and those aspects of it. I did read an article that Geraldine Brooks wrote herself mm -hmm. for the New Yorker about the Sarajevo Haggadah. Yeah, and all of those things are true. Yes, like and uh, Victorini, real person. Yeah, his name is really in that Even, book. Um... And. Lola is inspired by a real person. And uh, I can't remember his name in the book, um, but the the man who saves her, that whole story mm -hmm. is 100% factual. Yeah, um, I actually it's incredible. watched her do a speech, or oh. not a speech, but a talk on yeah. the book. And so much more of it is fact than I, know. I thought. And That's, it's just like, oh, you literally just added like a little zest here. Yeah, really yeah. all she was doing was kind of adding what, what could be because yeah. because all of those things are true too like even in that article that i was reading mm -hmm. it was like wine stains probably mean this and this is when it came out you know this is when this happened and you know it was rebound here and we don't really know why but it's it's that i loved that yeah that is yeah, so it's incredible like the, it's like in a documentary when they have actors yeah exactly it. yeah. it's like a dra dramatized but yeah still my brain went to went drunk history and i was like that is not yeah, the same i thing. mean <laughs> it's not not the same thing but yeah um i did it's like all of the deductions are like actually potential yeah it's, yeah. so this could have happened and the way she goes in and gives you the, like real deep emotions to it it's like 
I'm so sad that this could be real. Oh my god, because mm-hmm. it's a lot of a lot of painful things are brought up. Yeah, um, in this story, um, and then of course it resolves in a very different way than I was expecting. Um, I have read this before, but even I remember reading it, I was like, oh, this is weird. Yeah, we were talking about it, um, and I was like, man, I don't, because, you know, we obviously try not to talk too much about the book uh, before we actually sit down and talk about it, but I was like, man, I did not remember the end of this book, and T was like, oh, I remember, because we do this, this, and this, and I was like, that's not even kind of the end of the book. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, I also don't remember the end of this book. <laughs> yeah, because I remembered the lovers part yep. where the two women find solace in each other, but I didn't remember anything around it. Yeah. And I was like... Yeah, like the, the, the ending with Hannah. And I totally... Okay, first of all, first impressions. Oh, so yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Before we get into opinions and discussion... Um. Yeah, so I guess that's me because that's I'm just the you because who hasn't read the it. two of us have already yeah, read, I made it. Her read it. Um, so I didn't really have a ton of like real first impressions. I was just like immediately invested. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> it was just like because I like a lot of history things like that too, and like deep diving and finding out like where things were and how things got mm-hmm. there and and stuff like that. So as soon as Hannah got to Sarajevo, I was just like. Let's go. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I could I could picture it immediately in my head, and I was like, I could see like I was like, if I would make a movie, this is how I would do it. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like it was so easy to picture in my head, and so I was just like, just in it. That's actually a really good point. I am not good at visualizing any of the books that I read. Mm, like me neither. It's a very vague thing happening in my brain, but this. One, I'm able to actually like kind of see the spaces they're describing. Yeah. And I'm like, it has to be the author. She does yeah. a really good job. She does such a good job. And she's, she was a journalist. She's like, a journalist. An actual well in on the floor, on the ground. On yeah. The floor. And I don't I don't I didn't look into it. Um, mm-hmm. but because this book came out in what, two thousand four? Is that when she published or two thousand eight, sorry. Um that article that she wrote for the New Yorker about the real history came out in 2007. So I sort of wonder mm. if she like wrote that article and then, and then was wrote, like, "Wait, there's a this there's is a book sick." Here. Yeah, because like <laughs> it wasn't the end of that article does not mention this book at all. It right. says like author of and lists a bunch of other stuff yeah. and does not mention that. So I feel like she just like she wrote that article. And it was mostly focused on. Did y'all read that? Mm-mm. Okay. I did, yeah. um, did you read it? Mm-hmm. Um, it's mostly focused on um, the the real life person who was Lola and that director of the museum, the 1940s situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was still a lot. The wife of that man and the person uh, Mira was her name mm-hmm. um, that Lola was based off of. They were still alive. Like she met them. Like yeah. Geraldine Brooks met those people and got their story personally, um, which so is incredible. Did that actually happen then? All With of that Lola, happened. Lola finding yep. it in the library. Um, well, um, no, not that part. Okay. Um, yeah. All of the, the older first, stuff, the 1940s, well, yeah. and and yeah. all that, and then, um, yeah, her. She so um, the the whole story about. God, I can't remember any of their real names because I just read this article with their real person names. Um, uh, but the director of the museum who... So in in the book um, and in real life, the Muslim director of the Sarajevo Museum 
is approached in the 1940s by a Nazi, um, like high Nazi person who was like, hey, you know, they're coming to retrieve a bunch of Jewish texts mm-hmm. and stuff. For their and museum. For their creepy oh, Jewish museum. That made that made my blood boil. I yep. did not know that that was a thing. Yeah. He wanted to make, that he called it a museum of the lost race. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Super, super creepy, super, super horrifying. Yep. And disgusting. He goes here and they know that they're coming for the Haggadah. And gosh, I just need to find his name. This is going to drive me oh, crazy. Yeah. The, the I wrote character. it down somewhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> I could have been way the more The one helpful. that forged the signature that was just like a scribble yeah. on the receipt. Hmm. Why is this happening? Oh, I did Please not hold. Write. I don't remember any of their names, to be completely honest. Down. Okay, not bad. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to find the real guy's name because I have it up on my phone right now. Meanwhile... Compliments to the narrator. Um, mm-hmm. What's her name? Edwina Wren. Oh my goodness. I've never had an audio um, actor just knock my socks off with how many characters she was able to play. And yeah. they were all yeah, very all distinct. Accents. Yeah. It was the accents that got, like, especially when she slipped into the American accent. I was like, hold yeah. on. Hold on. <laughs> what's real? <laughs> because which one are you the whole time she's speaking in an australian accent mm-hmm. but then for when every time a character speaks she speaks in that character's accent so there's um bosnian and the spanish and the austrian austrian yeah like there's all sorts of different accents and um she does all of them really well and then okay. all of a sudden she slips into a, a an american accent that was like was really like, good and i it, it was so good and i was like wait is is the australian accent fake or is this fake it like it was like it was truly that hard to tell yeah yeah his name was dervis corkett in real life uh, i don't remember I what his like, name is in the book not that. um <laughs> so so dervis corkett is the muslim director of the museum and he and one of his colleagues know that this high Nazi official is going to come for the Sarajevo Haggadah. And he's like, we have to save it. And in the book, they, they like hide it somewhere while the guy is there. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you remember where they hid it? In his waistband, isn't is it? it? Is yeah, it in like his waistband? Because that's, that's really what happened. He literally, Dervis Corkett goes up to this Nazi official and is like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we can't give that to you. Somebody else just came and got it. Somebody, some Nazi just came in and took the Haggadah. Mm-hmm. And the guy is like, who did? And they were like, oh, well, we didn't think we could take it his name. That ask. wasn't our yeah. place to ask for his name. And then Dervis runs into the office to like fake this like sign out sheet or whatever mm-hmm. with just like this incomprehensible scrawl so that they are like oh well we can't read this and literally in front that's a real thing that genuinely happened that was insane because i definitely thought that that was made up for this book but that is not true that is a real thing that happened these guys literally he's holding the haggadah on him Mm. and it just that is my favorite thing about this book is just kind of how like the the religions just kind of came out for each other yeah. you know like and it's a beautiful story of um again i i read the article more recently than i read the book 
because uh, I literally just finished the article sitting outside in my car. Um, and I read the book last, you know, two weeks ago. Um, but in the real life story, and some of this I know is in the book. So um, the Lola, so her name was Mira, real life, mm-hmm. Mira slash Lola, um, was married to this guy who, so Dervis Corkett, and he has a name, and I'm just going to call him Dervis because um, I don't remember his character name. Um, but Dervis is, after the war, he is uh, accused of being a Nazi, mm-hmm. even though mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, Conspiracy. he wrote stuff. Yeah. yeah. He wrote stuff that was anti fascist and pro Jewish and all this stuff. But basically, anybody, he also wasn't willing to follow like a communist regime. regime so he was just sort of like, Nobody was happy with him, so they were just yeah. like, "Yeah, hey, call him a Nazi." Um, and Lola slash Mira wanted to go support him because mm-hmm. he saved her. Um, he and his wife took her in and protected her during um, the purge of Jewish people, mm-hmm. and they dressed her up in his wife's clothing and said that she was from Albania. She was sent to be a nurse for the for the baby because they just had a little kid and she wanted to as a Jewish woman go and testify for him and her husband wouldn't let her yeah and his Branko is his name in the book her husband yeah yeah because yeah. he was the he like led the sort of youth group situation yeah so he didn't want her because she was also in the military and he was like, that's not going to look good. And she get, she's super guilty that she is not able to go speak on his behalf. Um, years later, she finds out that he didn't die at the time. He wasn't executed. He did go to prison. Um, but then she like pens this, this like he did all of this this is how he saved me personally and um he she like writes this whole thing about it and she and again this is real life um and potentially also the book but i don't remember i'm so sorry everybody um the that letter is given to corkett's daughter like she has that during a surge or, or a purge of can't remember where she's living, Kosovo maybe, and she has to get out of there very fast. They are refugees now. They get pushed out of their home. They go to the Jewish quarter in the new city that they land in, and they're like, "Hi, my dad's is like a friend of the Jewish people. Like, look at this," and immediately they're like. Oh, hell yeah. We are going to repay a debt from the Second World War. And the Jewish community like comes together and gets this Muslim family into Tel Aviv and like ships them off and is like, here, we love you. Thank you so much for your service, basically. Mm -hmm. And it's just like this entire book is just like the Jewish community and the Muslim community like coming out for each other in this freaking book that is this beautiful Jewish text. I love this book. Yeah. I'm yeah, sobbing. Um, the and like the final reveal of like the big secret of like who is this person that's in the Haggadah, which is like there's like a a African 
a descent person that's painted into it and so they do a final reveal and they were like talking about how shocking it is that that was the actual um illuminator mm-hmm. and the fact that she painted herself in and that it was a woman and that she was most likely muslim and yep. all of that. And I remember her talking from her perspective and being like, Muslim's the correct religion. <laughs> but at the same time, she was like just kind of doing stuff. And she was taking care of this little um, Jewish boy who was yep. deaf and mute. And so she was just like, I'm going to make this for him. Yeah. And I was like, that's beyond sweet. But yeah. also like it, it didn't matter that you guys were of different um, backgrounds at all. You guys just were with each other trying to survive yep and that's where this whole book then stems from but of course we find this out in reverse yes yeah Yeah. i mean that's the cool thing too is that we do go back in time and like each piece kind of builds on Mm -hmm. it and then you you kind of get to see how it changes throughout the years Mm -hmm. so freaking cool yeah yeah um which of the, which story was your favorite? I can say which one I don't like. Which one don't you like? The Austria Vienna one, because oh. I just don't vibe with the guy. I'm oh like, yeah, you're yeah. rude. You... I definitely, he was definitely like the worst person. He took the class well, for his what? His, yeah, mistress. his mistress, and yeah. it was like, oh, 100%. by the way, I can make these for my wife too. I'm like, bro, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know what my favorite one was. I mean, I I do love because I'm a history nerd. I do love how much real was in the, you know, World War 2 one. Mm-hmm. I thought that was once finding out because the first time I read this book, I didn't do any research on how much was factual and how much wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then finding out how much was was like, "Oh, I love this." Um, but yeah, gosh, I do really love that original story of the the illustrator and like her putting herself in it and she like pretended to be a boy so that she could be on with this illustrator and it was so fascinating um i think mine would either be that like the original illustrator um or the the next not the next one the mm, the family that the son converted to Christianity. Oh yeah, that's the one right before. I it is oh. the one right before. Okay. Yes. Yep. Um, I really love that one, oh. but it's also tragic. so sad. Oh my god. Yeah, with Sparrow and Rosa. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, god. So much of it to like it's just so quickly that it like turns from like. Mm-hmm. This nice little Jewish family mm-hmm. is preparing for a wedding, and then at the end, you're like, the "Oh, whole family is pretty much just destroyed." Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping that that child survived and was okay. Yep. Yep. Sad. What fun! So if you need Where to did feel, she go? <clears throat> because that's the salt water. Yes, yes. because she's baptizing the baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then it says she gets on a boat and sails somewhere. But where is... I can't remember what city we're in. Hang on. That one is... Because then it goes from there to Venice, right? 
With that the wine? it will go to Venice yeah, eventually. Eventually, yeah, so. in like two hundred years. But I think that's maybe where it goes. Ter- um, it's a Spanish word because it is a Spanish place. Um, I don't want to say it. <laughs> Wait, let me. What page is it? Uh, we have the same book. Two fifteen. Two fifteen. Tarragona. Yeah, Tarragona. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, and this is like about the time. Of so, well, this... that's where she is. But where that's is yeah, where she where goes? goes. I don't. So it might not say. Spain. It might just say like she goes across the sea, which could it should be just be at the end of that. Literally, two fifty nine is anywhere. the end of the chapter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that they say where she's going. It looks like they just. Yeah, she just says um, his. Who would carry his name across the seas and into whatever future God saw fit to grant them? Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty vague. Yep, fair enough. But if they're in Spain during mm-hmm. the Spanish, or in, is it? It's the Spanish Inquisition. In, that's, that's, yes. Okay. If Ferdinand and Isabella are mm-hmm. on the throne, um, our favorite people. Yeah. Mother of the first wife of Henry VIII. I was just gonna say Catherine mm, of Aragon. Yeah. Uh, Another tragic history. Yeah. So Spain, I'm trying to like visualize the map in my brain and it's not working very well. I know that Spain and Portugal are kind of like on a peninsula. Mm-hmm. And then Italy is up or down. 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 So, I mean, that could be the sea. It's the, yeah. it's most likely the Mediterranean. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Okay, so just kind of like yeah, directly east. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. That's a really bad map, but yeah. There's also, someone mentions a staff, the staff of Musa. This is a detail that escapes my mind. And I wondered if, because it said like the staff is powerful enough to park the sea. So I was like, is this like the, I think it might be the original illustrator, the illuminator. Mm -hmm. I wonder if... The reason that she paints all the photos or the paintings is because, or at least not the reason why she does it, but the reason she knows what to paint is because the creation myths mm-hmm. of Christianity and Islam and Judaism are all like the same. Yeah. So it was very easy for her to paint what she knew and just like add in the small details of of the judaism yeah, religion because that's like she gets help yeah with that part and she says like her paintbrush she wishes her paintbrush was a staff that was strong enough to part the seas like the staff of mm. musa i think and i wondered if it was like moses yeah i assume it's, i would assume that's the same. that's what if my it's guess just was. like another myth that like overlaps yeah i think so okay that i don't know shock me um, it would be like right at the end of her chapter, like at the last page. Yeah, there it is. Two yeah. things the Jews craved and which their God delivered to them through the staff of Musa. Freedom and a country. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be Moses. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Anyway, okay, okay. yeah, I learned a lot about Judaism. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, I I knew that they had like a lot of um, 
not rituals, but kind of rituals mm-hmm. that they participate in. But the Haggadah is for a very specific one. It's for Passover. Passover. Um, so that's why it's so interesting to find all of these little elements in it is because it ideally wouldn't have been touched by like anything except during Passover. Right. So that's why. Well, like, the and it's like, wine stain it's kind a of a thing. beautiful, really gorgeous text. Mm-hmm. And they were all very shocked too, because before this was rediscovered, it had been thought that like Jewish texts never Featured like these Images. illuminations, right? And because these, it's a these is beautiful it, it's a drawings. To not, or is it? Not? Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's not, not a, a commandment, but it's written that like um, icons. If, icons yeah, are like if if interpreted in a certain way, it would imply that you should not be making these kinds of images. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they kind of thought that none carried those kind of images. Yeah, and then all of a sudden to find this beautiful text, and also yeah, was just kind of casually used just kind of during passover yeah um like seemingly a lot because it had a bunch of stuff in it mm-hmm. um was really kind of surprising to historians yeah i liked that um they make a point in the story um about how they would like people who are of the muslim faith um or Jewish faith would purposely destroy um, icons that they saw. Mm-hmm. If, and because they were just like, no, I'm saving you from like hell or whatever yeah. you mm-hmm. believed in. And With it the would. red line. Yeah. They draw just a red like, line across the image's yeah. throats to like signify killing it. Yeah. Yep. And I was just like. That's drama. Very yeah. dramatic. And then she paints then in the Passover myth. Mm-hmm. picture mm-hmm. in the Haggadah um she said she paints like a dark blur over the children's mouths oh uh, for to... the when god comes and takes the firstborn mm. is it yeah, that story i think so yeah um and so it like signifies like they're dying yeah like their cries leaving their body and because i, I feel like it would be really hard to just draw murdered children <laughs> yeah yeah um, definitely like have you you've seen the prince of egypt right? of course I've oh seen yeah the prince of egypt that's i remember watching that when i was like 15 mm-hmm. and there's the scene where all of that happens and then it just shows the little kid's arm flopping out the <gasps> yeah, yeah. oh my god heartbreak and i was like this is a children's movie <laughs> And is you just showed that on screen. I yeah. mean, it's not. No, I mean, it is. It is, but, but it's, it's like, oh. Prince of Egypt and is it Joseph? Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. No, no, no. I <laughs> Joseph, but, King of Dreams. Yes, but that one. I've never seen that one. Also very beautifully. Very beautiful. I love that animation style. Yeah. And I am so sad that nothing else. It's Ever. like that and the road to El Dorado. <sighs> so good. Joseph. All DreamWorks. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. DreamWorks. DreamWorks yeah. is the real one, man. Now they make 3D. Hercules weird is stuff. kind of similar, but not quite. Yeah. It was a, like early 90s 2D uh-huh. style. Mm-hmm. No. Late no, 90s. late 90s, <laughs> early 2000s. There we go. My bad. I know my times. Sort of. Question. What do we feel about the ending? Because I have thoughts about the oh, ending. Okay. Uh, I don't yeah. know if it's going to be a hot take, but. Um, Okay, so I would like to say I was 
absolutely not expecting a heist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not an elaborate heist. It's not even really a heist. It's, it's like a re- it's first, a reverse heist. Like a reverse heist. But like when she goes in and looks at it in its final spot, when she goes to see the guy after his son after Aaliyah dies. Do you want to like somebody want to like explain briefly like what happens? Do you want me to explain briefly what happens? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Basically, so we get through this whole story. Hana has, um, she's been working with this Muslim man who is the. Azrin now Osrin, who is now the director of the museum right uh he was he wasn't and then he got promoted he to. got promoted yes. to and he had saved the Haggadah and none of this is factual this is yeah, all this is this is all fiction part. um and Hannah is working with him and she conserves the Haggadah it is about to be put on display um and there's going to be this huge party about it and she goes to look at it one last time before the party. And she's like, this is not the Haggadah. Like, like she has, fake. it's a fraud. She goes to Osrin and also her, her um, former mentor. mentor or her mentor who, you know, has done these things before. Werner. What was his name? Werner. Werner? Werner. Yeah, Werner. Um, so she goes to them <laughs> and she's like, oh, they're going to believe me. And, and they're like, this is the Haggadah. What are you talking about? And because Werner is like, yeah, no, this is fine. Nobody believes her. And she's like, wow, I'm the worst conservator in the entire world. And so she kind of yeah. just like goes away for like six years. So six the, whole years. the reason that she can tell that it's a fake is because the parchment, the parchment is that wrong. She, that the original Haggadah was made on was from a species of sheep that is that is extinct yeah Mm -hmm. and then when she looks at it when it's in its final case right before the reveal she looks at it and like this is a different kind of yeah that is like something that she has mentioned before that she is really interested in and then so sorry and then she just like leaves and she gets out of the business and then six years later um, Osrin comes back to her and is like, "Sorry, we super lied." And oh, it's not Osrin. Oh, not Osrin. It's, it's um, the other the, one. the Muslim uh, teacher who uh, he wanted to be the conservator on it, but they wouldn't hire. Oh, they wouldn't hire. Him. Yes, because it needed yeah. to be a neutral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he has recovered the Haggadah from her from Vernar. Yes, because um, Lola. Well, because Lola, Lola finds, finds, finds it, it in the library. In the library, gets it to him, and she, that this is the one that um, Hannah is actually accused of stealing it because she thinks that he's the only one who had access to doing it because right. she trusts her mentor and she trusts Osrin because they kind of had a thing. Yeah. yeah, and then plot twist. In fact, it was actually they gaslighted the fuck out they of her. They gaslighted the fuck out of her. And ruined her, ruined her whole life, and then she has to, yeah, reverse heist it back into Sarajevo because they can't cause an international incident by being like, "Hey, people stole the Haggadah," and then people would accuse her of stealing the Haggadah. So it's a whole thing. So then she has to get it. She goes back to Osrin, and he feels terrible about it. He was in a really, yeah, his son had just died. He feels very badly. And Werner had like. Werner had manipulated, manipulated him, him and, into... Yeah. Oh, because he was a person who actively took texts at, um, when he was younger 
And then he felt so much guilt about it. He had to go back in and make sure no texts were able to be destroyed. Right. Yes. So yeah. He that wanted was to, interesting He wanted to hide twist. it from the guilt of burning texts mm-hmm. in yeah. his youth. So he wanted to hide it so that it would basically, just be... if, if it had been burned, it would have been the fake that was burned. Right. right. But... but it's not going to be able to be safe unless it's at the museum. So they kind of reverse heist it. They get it back in and then it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I understand. (laughs) I understand why we end there because that is the story of the Haggadah is all of this crazy crap happens to it forever. And and we never know about it. That could have happened many times, actually, yeah. throughout its entire existence. But gosh, I didn't care for it. I don't I don't need it. I love the history. I mm-hmm. was there for like all the history. And then like this sort of fake thing at the end, I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> I um, get it. I yeah, totally understand. I but I, I just like don't care they, for it. That she added the the detail that she put in the um she took a seed. From a fig tree. Oh, yeah. Put it into the binding so that in another 500 years when things They're are trying being to figure tested, out what's going on. They know that they, they, they know the wine stain has blood in it. They know the cat hair is from the, well, they don't know it's from the paintbrushes, but they know it's like they, a specifically cut cat hair. Yeah. And, and it has paint on it. Yeah. So I guess they probably know it's from a paintbrush. Um, and they know all these things. And so, like, in another 500 years, they'll find it a fig seed in it and be like, where did this come where from? Where did this and come it'll from? it'll be from Sydney, Australia. Yeah. And so it'll be, it'll, it just adds to the history, history of it. And yeah. like, it's been all over the world. Yeah. From Bosnia all the way down to Sydney. I don't know if I needed the heist yeah. thing, but I really did love that she tied it in with the person's like finding out the original author and who it was meant to be for mm-hmm. because it also it full circles it, but it also leaves it so like, oh, maybe Hannah will go and find more information and be able to solidify more of the history because there's an actual name. Yeah, and um in the 6 years that she like leaves book conservating i don't is that i don't know restoration yeah, yeah that's probably fixing a real word. and repairing old books and restoring them to like what they should be well like. not, restoring. not restoring because conserving she says restoring. yeah yeah restoring it is conservative erases history um yes. in her opinion uh while she's doing while she's no longer doing that she is in australia mm-hmm. um essentially doing the same thing but with like, Aboriginal art, yes, instead yeah. of books, um, Which I so she is much more difficult. Yeah, because she's like in caves, and mm-hmm. she she mentions caves and and being in the outback for weeks Long on end and yeah. whatever. And um, so it, it, I like that we kind of got the she she. This is like one type of art, but it's like she is so focused on books. Yeah, and then I like that in that period she kind of focuses on like culture and more like i don't know how to do a different type of fine art right Uh, right yes Um, absolutely yeah instead of small paintings kept in books it's like cave paintings and other stuff of that nature and so 
I think it'll be I, it would be interesting to know like how she melds them together. Yeah. Um, because she knows how to create all the pigments because in her studies to become a conservator, she learns how to make like the lapis lazuli and she knows mm-hmm. how to beat the gold into gold leaf and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And um, so like having the information with the the name of the painter with the all of her new art knowledge, mm-hmm. I wonder how many like connections she would make there. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. Because that's like another culture that mm-hmm. is brought into it at the end be- that isn't really mentioned a ton right in the rest of the that book. I did appreciate that she kind of did a return to home and actually mm-hmm. learned to appreciate home more yeah yeah um what did I have oh so a lot of um complaints in reviews that I have read which don't read reviews um are about how they just didn't care for the story of Hana because we do go into her story a lot more in depth than like maybe we we needed to mm-hmm. yeah. um but like I enjoyed that extra little snippet. So with everything that I just said, also her dad was a painter. Yeah, yes. her dad was a painter. So her like being involved with the foundation and all that could also add a lot of yeah mm-hmm. con- context into her yeah world workings. Yeah, um, I hated her mom. Oh, her oh mom yeah, was yeah, awful. yeah. I Obviously. wrote down um, that. I wrote, Mom has big Ellis Gray vibes. Oh, I just imagined Ellis Gray the entire time. That was just Ellis Gray. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, so that's a Gray's Anatomy reference if you don't know. And if you don't know, you need to watch Gray's Anatomy. Maybe. It's so long. Yeah, it is. Hey, Alma and I did it from April to November. That's what Holy crap. (laughs) Yeah, I can't remember. I watched it real fast. Yeah, because Alma and I, I started within like a week of each other. Yeah. Like I April mean, of 2020. I'm doing Chicago Med right now, so I can't oh talk. My God. Are you doing all of the Chicagos? No, because I was not interested in PD or Fire. But they do have episodes in Element or in on the discs. And I was just like, I don't like this because they drop you in as if you have been watching all of the Chicago's. Yeah, and I was like, because Rude. they have the crossover events. So like you have to have it for the context of what's happening in this world, in this show. But like you get all of this extra stuff that you don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. that was frustrating. But like, I like the med. Oh, here's another thing about the mom. This is a quote that the mom says. Oh, no. Can't wait. By the time you hit adolescence, you might as well have been a cactus plant as far as I was concerned. Yeah. She didn't want a kid. Yeah, not at all. I wonder, I really wonder if it would have been a very different experience if the father had survived. Oh, 100%. Because like... Because, I mean, he's a fine artist and she was conserving fine art so mm-hmm. she would have been supported so much right but the thing is is like the mom's personality when she talked about him was so different from mm-hmm. the way she approaches her daughter yep and i was like dude you could have been so much better to yeah. her um raz the bostonian person the boston guy who oh found yeah out, yeah found out that there was blood in the wine um i said he can kick rocks yeah because he sucks yeah he's married and he tries to come on to hannah and 
That was unnecessary. And she was like, hey, no. And he was like, oh, come on. Yeah. And, like, tried to like, like bully her bully into her it. Into it was like, it. okay, was don't like, be a creep. Hey, uh, kick rocks. Um, and then uh, Ben Shushen, when he's riding the Haggadah, he like buys all the pictures mm-hmm. um, and he's writing the actual script. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me of the Shmuel song. In the last five years. I, I was just going to say, okay. Um, yeah. Which the last five years is. Sure something. It's something. Um, I happen to really love it. I understand why people don't. Um, and I kind of like it for the reasons that other people don't like it. Sure. Um, because the main character is an asshole. Um, and it's based on this guy's real life real life and he wrote it himself and so oh. he like painted himself as he an asshole thinks, but well he, he thinks he he's thinks, the good guy yes. you can tell that he thinks he's the good guy but he yeah, is not the not good, good guy. guy and so like i see all of it as wow this guy sucks yeah he does and he does i like yeah anyway it doesn't matter there's a song in it where the guy said he's a he sings a song to his wife about like not giving up basically um and the guy in the story, his name is Shmuel, and he's a tailor in Odessa. And um, he makes a... Well, the clock on the wall starts talking to him and says, like, I'm going to give you time. <laughs> because he's, like, 40 years, he's been a tailor, and he doesn't have time to do anything for himself or for his family or anything. And the, so the clock rewinds, and he sews all through the night, and then... At the end of the night when the sun rose, it was 40 years in the past, and he sewed his wife a wedding gown. Oh. And then gives it to her to get married, and then goes back to the future. I don't know. Anyway. It's a weird it's a song. Confu- it's a weird song, and it's confusing, but, like, the, the way he it said, like, the writing should have taken him, like, weeks and weeks yeah. to do. And yep. he just, like, okay. wrote through that's, the night. That's through the, the night. connecting dots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was following. I was following. Thank you. Um and he he wrote like through the night so quickly and that like his hand was aching and he finished it in like three days and it should have taken like three or four weeks mm-hmm. to write. Yeah. So because he's trying to get it done for the wedding. That probably never actually happened. Probably not. Nope. Everyone was dead. Yep. Thanks or Ferdinand and Isabella. Yeah. Either dead or displaced. Yes. Yes. What a time. Uh, that sounds relevant. Um, mm-hmm. all right. So that I hope that was all coherent. Mm-hmm. It probably wasn't, but we do our best. Yeah, with what we most have. of it was. I yeah. think the Schmuel song got a little fuzzy. That, well, <laughs> I got a little. Uh, I might have to cut a little bit of all the pauses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's fair. Um, well. Oh, we have to. Uh, what's the next book? It is called Unmarriageable by Sanaya Kamal. Shania Twain. <laughs> Shania Twain wrote a Pride and Prejudice set in Pakistan. What's it called? Unmarriageable. Unmarriageable. I actually saw this woman, uh, not in real life, but uh, I. She spoke at the Jane Austen Festival uh, the first year that oh, it was COVID it right virtual, um, and I watched a live speech of hers um talking about this so it was really cool but i figured for you know valentine's day month a pride and prejudice 
version. Yeah. Is there an audiobook or am I going to have yeah, to read it? Yeah, it's on Libby. There's an audiobook. Hell yes. Yeah. Um, okay, so Unmarriageable by Sonia Kamal will be released on, on the day. February yeah. 27th. My birthday. That is whoop, your whoop. birthday. Actually, that's what the, I love that. I know, Ooh. super cute, right? How adorable. And Jamie will be hosting. <laughs> and I will be hosting Woo. for my birthday. Hat Bert. Bert. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that was People of the Book. Thanks. Yeah. Cool. See you next time. See you next time. This podcast was brought to you in part by KCUN. Yeah, we could say that. <laughs> Please tell me you recorded that. 89, yeah, 89.3 FM, KCUN. Perfect.